tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Oh, AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, AfterBuzzers. We're here during another AfterBuzz TV after show for MTV's Team Wolf Season 5, Episode 3, Dreamcatchers. I'm your host, Kristen Elizabeth Snyder. Joining me, AfterBuzz TV host, Courtney Tesno. Hey, everyone. Keep in touch with me at Tesno's on Twitter and Instagram. And from MTV's Are You The One, Brittany Baldy. Hey, guys, what's up? You can check me out at Brittany Baldy on all social media and also BrittanyBaldy.com. Also from Are You The One on MTV, Ryan Malati. Hi, everybody. Uh, if you want to see more of Britney, then you can check out my social media at Ryan Malati. Uh, I always Snapchat her and stuff. Also, be sure to check us out uh, during the live shows at YouTube.com slash AfterBuzzTV. Join in the, line, the live chat and talk with us. Yeah. And joining us from MTV's Teen Wolf, he plays Ken Yukamura. Please welcome Tom Choi. Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> so Looking excited good. to have you. Pleasure to Tom, be here. thank you for joining us in studio today. Thank you for having me. Tell us what it's like to be on the set of Teen Wolf, a supernatural show. Um, it's great. I mean, the whole cast and crew is wonderful. They treat you like family there ever since, you know, from that first episode I was on. Mm-hmm. Now tell us the truth. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, actually, John in wardrobe, he's a little bit of a... No, I'm just kidding. No, no, everybody's great, yeah. That's, That's awesome. Great. Well, if you guys at home have a question for Tom, you can give us a call at 424-256-1729, or you can send your question to Ryan in the chat. Yes, and you our hashtag ABTV Teen Wolf. We want to keep the conversation going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. all week long, not just here. If you can't make it for the live show, tweet us all week long and we'll get back to you. Mm-hmm. Yes. So let's go ahead and get into the episode. Now, I was worried for Mr. Yukimura because we had Tracy running all over town hurting mm-hmm. the people mm-hmm. that have actually helped her. And as a history teacher, I'm sure you've had to give her a, hu- a few uh, history lessons. lessons and tutoring. Mm-hmm. Were you scared at all for uh, your life well, with Tracy running around? You know, it's funny because <laughs> like on, on, uh, on Twitter and, and social media, it's always funny because they always say, no, no, don't kill Mr. Yukimura. <laughs> like, it's like, there'll be no danger, but they'll still say that. So there's always like I, you know, I, I'm really grateful that the fans are really, you know, um, liking Mr. Kimura and they don't want to see him get hurt or anything. Absolutely so, not. Um, yeah. So of course, this episode for sure they were scared. Like you know, he's in, she's in the class, you know, his class. So yeah. Yeah, I was really scared for you, especially after she broke that desk. Man, oh, man, that, that was intense. I know. Yeah. I don't know how you didn't hear that. <laughs> I, you know, and, and again, nobody and social media again—they're they're always on top of it. That's like one of the first things you say. Like, how did she not hear Tracy? Like, you know, right. the desk and all that. So, yeah. Uh, I would have liked to see you hand out a little bit of detention there. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so Ashley Nicole wants to know if Mr. Yukamura had to take on the Dread Doctors, what is the absolute accessory that you would need in fighting them? Um, well, 
for sure, if you saw the episode, um, you saw um, Kira, my daughter, mm-hmm. uh, played by Arden Cho, uh, do an amazing job, um, and she turned into the Kitsune fire. Yeah. She kicks yeah. some ass as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she did. She did. Yes, yes. Man. I, I taught her how to chop the tail out of a canama. <laughs> so, no, no. Um, but she, you saw the sword she had, mm-hmm. and it was a belt sword. <laughs> that which belt I, is badass, yeah. man. Like, that's probably the, one of the coolest weapons I've ever seen. Do you seen, have a period. pair of, like, suspenders that match? Yes, actually. The really? tie. No, the, the, the tie. Ken Yukimura's tie comes off. And really? Like, nunchucks. Are you playing with that's us? That's next episode. Episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would like to see like a family um, whole yeah. thing with that. That'd be nice yeah, to see. Yeah, well, you gotta tune in. I mean, uh, the writers in? have said there's some things in the works, so you know, nice. we'll see what happens. Good. I mean, so your wife is also a Kitsune, and your daughter's Kitsune. So did you know that when you? I'm married? a housewife. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the normal housewife. Basically, I, mean, I do, do the f- cooking. Do you feel like at some point you're going to have a supernatural power? Well, or Well, I mean, this is Team Wolf, so yeah. you just, so you just never, never know. know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you've got your nunchucks, so. So I got my Thai nunchucks, so <laughs> that's pretty much all I need to, yeah. I want to talk about the fact that Stalinsky mm-hmm. went on a date with Lydia's mom, mom. Mm-hmm. instead of Melissa. Yeah, that's, <laughs> everybody wants them two to get together. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so, that was sort of a shock. I mean, it was? What, I, he, yeah. And they kind of built it up that way. You know, Styles wanted to know who it was going to be, and then they showed that it was, you know, Lydia's mom. So. Yeah, and the way Stalinsky said to even Scott, he was like, it's not your business either, so I'm, like, waiting for the reveal mm-hmm. that it's yeah. going to be Melissa, yeah. and then it's Lydia's mom, which I get it. A lot of the moms on the show, all good-looking. Mm-hmm. They're all cute. But <laughs> they just set it up for us to want Melissa in that position. Part of me kind of wonders if it's kind of like, the dad getting back in the picture. Mm. So that might be mm-hmm. something. Yep. Yeah, I think you're right about that so, now that Scott's dad's hanging yeah, out and around. He's kind of a nice guy now. Yeah, so, we kind of like him. I mean, it was only one date. I'm sure Melissa and... and <laughs> was, what a date. Was, yeah, it really wasn't a date. Do you think they're going to go out again after that? I mean, they have to. They didn't have a first date. It can't really go much worse, right? It can't. Well, when her mom turns into a wolf in the next episode... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> joking, joking. joking. See, he's joking. Like, What's happening in the chat, Ryan? Oh, uh, we what? have a call, actually. Oh, really? Wow, okay. All right. Caller, what's your name? Where are you from? From. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hello. What's your name? Where are you from? Uh, Johan. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, Hi, Johan. Johan. What's going on, guys? Thanks for calling in, Johan. Do you have a question for Tom? Um, no. I kind of had a comment about uh episode uh uh one because I didn't really watch episode three. Okay. Here, okay. So. You're 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 a little bit behind, but what was your comment on episode one? <laughs> um, no, I just wanted to say that uh, that opening uh, that opening scene was amazing. It was incredible. Yeah. Um, the one with Lydia and the. Uh, I did not. I did not expect that at all. When honestly. when Lydia was a street fighter. Yeah, I did. I, <laughs> she's got some moves. She's got some moves, man. I know. She's got moves. Yeah. If she wants to be an MMA fighter, I'll be fine with that. <laughs> well, you have a lot to catch up on, Johan. A lot um, to look forward to, yes. We we have yeah. Tom Choi, who plays Kira's dad, in studio with us. And you he has a nunchuck tie in future episodes, so you have that to look oh. forward to. 
Hopefully it won't. <laughs> hopefully it won't rain around my house, so I'll get. Yeah. I'll be able to uh, catch up. So. Okay, thanks, Johan, for calling in, and we will tweet you later. No <laughs> yes, thank you so Bye, much. Bye, Johan. <laughs> so, uh, oh. so if you're caught up on Whoa. the episodes, you guys call in four two four two five six seventeen twenty nine. Ryan, let's check in in the chat. What's what's going on in the chat? Um. Well. Let us take a look here. Uh, I had a little microphone thing. Was fixed. Now you guys can hear me. Hello. Um, <laughs> they're basically talking about uh, what would happen if Zelensky were to go out with Melissa. And uh, I feel like he's Zelensky is now the, the focus of conversation with romance and, and uh, the whole dating world in Teen Wolf, which you'd think it'd be more based on the teens. The, the teens, teens are the ones yeah, taking care of business, and the parents are out there <laughs> but dating. I, and, but he, I love that the parents are involved I in this too. show. Because the thing is, I feel like the demographic who watches MTV, maybe they're in that stage where parents aren't cool. And it's great to see that in this show, the kids get along with their parents. Their mm-hmm. parents are there to help them out when they run into trouble. Mm-hmm. And Sounds they, a good message. They provide yeah. the mythology behind what's happening to their bodies sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they give it some good history lessons. I like it. And, and I think overall, I think the cool part is that it kind of reels it back into the world that they live mm-hmm. in. I mean, sometimes they're doing such crazy things that you forget they're in high school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so, like, you need the teacher and the parents to kind of remind people, like, you know, holy crap, this is this is still high school. You know? Yeah. Kind of so, keep that balance. Yeah. For if, sure. you, if you could teach any subject, not history, what would you teach on the show? Oh, man. Uh, that's a good <laughs> question. Um, I, I, I do like history, though, oh, because okay. you know, there's a lot of clues that he yeah. gives, especially, like, in a couple seasons ago, last season. Um, well, apparently I'm doing driver's ed now. Yeah, I so saw that. that with Malia, and I don't know that I'd want to be in the car with Malia, considering she's still adjusting to, to being yeah. a human. Yeah. 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 She's taking things so literally, like, it's my turn, so I'm turning. <laughs> oh, yeah, we were cracking up during that scene last night. We were watching it. was great. It. It's like teaching you how to like turn on the TV. I was a little in that one scene when she was driving. I was a little scared when she had that vision. Like, are we going to see that in future episodes? What actually happened? Well, the thing is, she actually sort of killed her family when she was turning into a were coyote. Yeah, this is a flashback. This is a flashback, and this is why you know she's got a lot of pressures in the car. I mean. She's going to need a few more lessons from you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we have another or caller. Or maybe a chauffeur. A chauffeur would be nice. A chauffeur. <laughs> we just need you in the car at all yeah. times. <laughs> in the next episode, Mr. Kimura becomes an Uber driver. <laughs> no, she needs an Uber. <laughs> that would be perfect. She's covering all the bases. Okay, okay let's caller. take the call. Caller, what's your name? Where are you from? Oh, it looks like we lost him. Hey, guys. They just hung up. Call back. Oh, yeah, call back. <laughs> all right. So we, got a, uh, we got a question. Question from the chat. Go ahead. Um, from you, May, what is Tom's favorite scene to film or watch? Mm. So far, I guess you'd say, in the uh, show. Uh, that's Well, the sushi one was pretty cool. That was, was cool. Very, very intimate, uh, you know, when we filmed it. And it was really about getting to know us, mm-hmm. getting to know Scott, <laughs> you know, their relationship, playing around with, like, you know, kind of analyzing. So... Uh, that was really cool, and I'm sure for the fans, it was really nice to get you know to get to know on a personal level this, this new character mm-hmm. and her parents and everything. Yeah, that was one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. I have a clear memory of that whole scene. And, mm-hmm. and uh, as far as personally for me, um, 
two of them stick, stands out. The one where I had the little intimate conversation with my daughter mm. in the art classroom. We were having a little tea. Um, <laughs> and we were eating oranges. I don't know. If <laughs> tea and oranges? No. Yeah, it was, it was just, anyway. Um, and then, of course, when Boyd Styles came in and made me choke on the fly and everything, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Show, so. mm. I remember that. Yeah. Must so what about an episode you haven't shot yet? <laughs> well, that's when I fly, and then the coyotes also fly. And then there's a coyote, and then you have to pull out the tie. Yes. Yeah, the, 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 the numchuck yeah. tie. Mr. Nora versus the coyotes. The we tie-ca- had... Tie- Katana? The Katana, yeah. Tie Katana. katana. Mm. So we had a lot of girl power scenes in this episode. Something I like that Teen Wolf is bringing out. We have Lydia and Kira and Malia all kind of joining together. forces together and hunting down, you know, what's going on in the story. And also, it seems like all the fights this episode was also between the females mm-hmm. fighting Tracy. So let's go ahead and talk about Donovan. This is is an interesting character who wanted to be a cop, but he didn't pass the anger test, which makes sense because he's just been threatening everyone this entire show so far. But he's also a new character, so we don't have his backstory or any idea how he's going to play into it. But but he's so angry. You you need someone that's going to protect you. Not failing an anger test would make me pretty angry. <laughs> no, not to the level. I mean, he's about to be in prison for some time. I so. mean, I was worried when he escaped the van and Tracy was killing everybody else, and he was escaped. I was worried for Stalinsky that he was going to go after him, but not a chance once the Dread Doctors got in contact with him. Now, I don't know what they did to him, but the whole drilling through the ear... So and the way that his eyes have changed. Yeah. I mean, what do you guys predict he's going to be into? Because clearly, he's their next subject. Yeah, he's the next victim. He's, I don't think he's a werewolf at all. I think he's going to turn into something like Tracy. I think, yeah, like, I think, oh, yeah, really I think he could do that, but then the fact that every time he hears a hissing noise, I'm thinking, is it something snake-like? Like snake. It's like yeah. clicking that... Yeah, yeah, so I'm a little worried about okay. that. Well, it's really intriguing to me because I actually know a little bit about that. Oh. So it's really funny to kind of hear you guys and then I know some of the stuff. So I'm like, hmm, maybe. Like, we want to know. Really like to Can you give us like a, okay. like a Let's see you're getting our... warmer, well, getting colder kind of thumbs up? Or like... Well, I mean, you guys are just, you know, getting to specifics about what they do and how they affect the characters, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. really cool. Um, but just in overall, I think without spoiling anything, it sort of becomes as you know Jeff and the writers do super well is creating this world mm-hmm. of the dread doctors mm-hmm. and you know in fact if you actually want to see in general <laughs> what may be possibilities you can actually look up what the dread doctors are and that might give you some hints. Hey, chat. Okay. People in the chat room, can you look, look up that the up, please. doctors for us? They look or like, Ryan. They look like something out of that game Fallout 3. I don't know if you guys yeah. played it. It was really cool. <laughs> the mask. The mask. Yeah, spray paint. I just really want to know why. Exactly. I really want to know why they. It feels like they appear out of nowhere. So Mm -hmm. maybe if our chat can look that up for us, we definitely. I want to know why they do that each time. Mm -hmm. But you say we have a caller? Okay, caller, what's your name? Where are you from? Johnny from San Diego. Hey, Johnny. Johnny, do you have a. How are you? Very good. Do you have a question for Tom, Johnny? Yeah, I was wondering if he's coming down to Comic Con. I, 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 I am. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Oh, you are? We were just talking about that. We're all going to be there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Oh. Um, coming down tomorrow. Well, 
Okay, we'll check your Twitter. See where we can meet up. <laughs> oh, oh gosh, we're gonna be following you around uh, Comic Con. Is that virtually, okay? Virtually stalking you. Yeah, virtually. He's gonna turn off his Twitter while he's at Comic Con. Johnny, Can't make sure you get a Twitter. selfie whenever you are down at Comic Con. But did you have a question oh, about yeah. this episode? I'll hashtag it. <laughs> did you have a question about the episode, Johnny? Oh no, I'm just I'm just too excited to. You're, you're just a fan of Tom Choi's. I get it. We're all fans here. Well, good luck finding Tom in San Diego. It'll be where in San Diego is Tom Choi. Where? Yes. <laughs> where is Tom Choi? Thanks for calling in, Johnny. <laughs> Thanks, Johnny, and thank you so much for calling. We'll see you later. Bye. Hear from you later. Bye. I have so, a question on the chat. Oh, go for it. Throw it your way. Yeah. Um, first of all, Ariana says, "I love Tom's sarcasm." <laughs> well, I didn't hear much of it, but, but I, I, either way, I think it's great. I uh, just wanted to throw that to you. And we also have from Briston. Briston asks, a question for Tom. How did it feel uh, to have a fly in your mouth? <laughs> that was it, that was interesting because it was well, really specific. Um, I can't remember if uh, it was Russell that was directing that episode, but um, like... You know, they had to show me like how it was gonna happen because obviously they didn't have a real fly going through. Right, Peta would have been really <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, flies harmed in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was like I had to like specifically like it had to be you sucked it in, and mm. it, it was just really specific. So it was you know I'm glad it worked out. It looked cool. Yeah, no, yeah. it looked real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. So there's a. It was a virtual reality a, fly. A it cost five fly? million dollars for that fly to <laughs> go into my mouth. No, it wasn't a real fly. So it was a virtual fly. So it was digital. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like Mike at the the hearts last night. Like okay. That? Okay. Yeah. Let's go ahead and transition into Tracy's storyline. Now we predicted that Tracy may not make it out this episode. Played but, by the wonderful <gasps> Kelsey Chow. Yes. Yeah. And you know what I. I was scared for her, but it seems like these dread doctors are picking, you know, these people who already have issues mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. taking them as patients and then using them to kill a few people, which are obstacles, and then they terminate them. So there aren't these long-term plans for their patients. Can you comment on that at all, Tom? Um... <laughs> I mean, without giving things away, probably not. But <laughs> this they're is... definitely experimenting. Um, and yes, they'll, you know, you just have to watch and they'll explain a lot mm-hmm. about their mythology. About now, I want to talk, I wanted to talk about my prediction last week that mm-hmm. Tracy's dad had something to do with the surgeons. Clearly, mm-hmm. he doesn't anymore. Oh! Well, maybe he was an obstacle because she he killed him. A, he could have mm-hmm. been an obstacle for sure, but he's not working with them. That's what I thought it was. Right. But now it's really making me think that this whole we're in like a flashback with Lydia, and it's making me think that the surgeons have something to do with where she is right now. Mm-hmm. Like I just have a feeling that she's another person that is a victim, but she's the strongest victim. So I really want to see if that. I want, I'm curious I, as to. Oh, sorry. No, no. I was just gonna say I highly recommend watching the first scene of the first episode. Ah. You know, Jeff and the writing team don't, don't do things without reason, mm-hmm. right? Right. And they all like. I mean, come on. The the what do you call the tree? The uh, the necklace. The the uh, the, num- the nematon. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it came back four seasons later to tie mm-hmm. in. You know, Noshiko wow. and everything. It's crazy. So just let's just put it that way. There's some. 
Absolutely. Right. So there, there are some breadcrumbs that. Oh, good. Of, there, there always yes. is in Team Wolf. So Ron Simpkins on YouTube says, according to Jeff, the creator, the doctors are going to be the big bads in coming seasons, not season five. It's not. It's going to be two parts, according to Jeff. And Holland says the entire season is a flashback. I could see that. Mm. I could see that. I could see why that's confusing. Confusing too. I really think it is a flashback. Mm-hmm. And the fact uh. that the doctors are not the big bad for this part of the season because we've got ten episodes here, ten episodes yeah. later. Apparently, that's what Jeff said. They yeah. sure so. look like it, though. <laughs> yeah. I know, but we've also got Theo. I don't like Theo. No. Yeah, Chandler BT asks Tom, uh, "What do you think of of Theo and 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 what might be in store for his character?" Um, I think people were kind of thrown off by the whole parent scene, mm-hmm. you know. So, it, it, you know, I'm not gonna obviously I'm not gonna say anything whether he's good or bad or whatever else. But you know, you're not supposed you're supposed to be suspicious of him. Sure. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, know. anyone who breaks their father's hands yeah. or pretend to be father's yeah. arm so that yeah. a signature cannot be yeah. suspicious. I mean, obviously, we don't like this guy. Yeah. yeah. If you hurt your parents, probably not a good person. Yeah. But by the way, <laughs> the nicest, coolest guy in the world. In real life, okay, yeah. So oh. if you, nobody would not like him if they knew him in person. Right. Oh, good. That's oh. good to know. Good to know. <laughs> but, but Theo really scared me this episode. Wasn't he um, at the scene of the crime when Tracy yeah. killed everyone? He was mm-hmm. watching. Over he was the whole everywhere. Thing. He's always yeah. everywhere. He's like that fly on the wall that no one else sees. I'm like, or where in is Mr. Style? Gamora's mouth? Yeah. Right. <laughs> he, was, he actually came from my mouth. <laughs> we have you to blame <laughs> for his that's, existence. That's episode 15. Oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I don't know. Like Theo just strikes me as someone who is. I just. I, I don't know if he's with the surgeons at all. But the fact that he was always around, Tra- like he was around Tracy's necklace, and then he was around Tracy when she was killing him. Like, is he the alpha that we were looking for that was over Tracy? Or I mean, I don't know the alpha that they were talking about in the scene. I'm so confused about it to be completely honest. But mm-hmm. Theo is bad, and I want to know what he's up to for real. So Ryman eight five two says Theo isn't an alpha. Like we said last week, uh-huh. which that was my mistake. He um, isn't an alpha. He is not one. Okay. He said that he has yellow eyes, and Derek was another example of someone who could turn into a wolf. So at the end of the last season, Derek did shape shift into a wolf. So someone else was saying that perhaps Derek Hale. Derek Hale. Someone else was saying that perhaps Theo could be a Hale, and Derek trans- since Derek transitioned. So Haley mm. from Melbourne thinks that Theo is a Hale, which could be considering we don't have Derek anymore. Peter's not around right now, so mm. that's a good prediction. We well, have a caller. A, Let's a see what they think. A confusing character. I mean, he could be an Argent. Oh, there's so many things. There have been so many seasons. I'm just confused at this point, man. All right. Well, we lost our caller, so let's continue with the episode. So I want to talk about Tracy just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So we see, you know, her kill her father and all these innocent people. To tell you guys mm-hmm. the truth, like, oh she is terminated at the end, but I don't is know she? that. Is she dead? I, she think, I think she's dead. I, did, I, I think she's dead. I don't know. I mean, the Kenema we saw, like keep rising from the dead so perhaps she's not but I think she is but the other part of that is I don't know that she would want like how do you cope in real life after somebody says well you were dreaming and you killed your father and a bunch of other innocent people so I don't know for her sake I think maybe it's it's best that she stays if she stays resting (laughs) did she have like these psychological issues before 
the surgeons or dread doctors got a hold of her? It did seem like she did. Yeah, she had the night terrors. Just like Donovan has the anger issue. It seems like they're going after these people who already already have issues. Yeah. And playing off of them. Mm Mm-hmm. And amplifying them. Interesting. So then maybe they won't be suspicious that anything happened to them. They're thinking this is an amplified version of what they already have, like you said. Well, I mean... That's a prediction. (laughs) I'd be suspicious of anyone with a giant tail running around slicing people up, but... (laughs) <laughs> um, what that? I mean, what it doesn't answer though is why did they not touch Malian? Right, the doctors. Yeah, they came. They pushed her head up against a wall. They killed Tracy, and they let her go. Well, let's Malian go ahead was, and ask done. our caller. Caller, what's your name? Where are you from? Caller, how are you guys doing today? We're great. Um, Hi, caller. What's Josh. your name? Josh from Florida. Josh is a huge fan of Teen Wolf. He calls in all the time. Oh, Josh, oh, Josh, do you have a question for Tom? Hi, Tom. How are you doing? Hey, Josh. How um, you doing? I guess my question would be, for your character, you know, it seems like his daughter, you know, being a kitsune, he's always going to be around, you know, the kids in a way similar to Deacon. Will we see, like, more of his expertise or just more of him helping out the game in certain situations? Yeah, without giving too much away, um, there's obviously backstories to everyone on Team Wolf. That's why the writers are really good, and obviously Jeff is great at that. Um, so, like I said, without giving too much away, let's just say uh, some of the paraphernalia that maybe uh, <laughs> my daughter uses to fight with and things like that don't just come out of Walmart. Or <laughs> right. I was going to ask you if you were handed some of those so, things down to her. I, I'm not going to say. <laughs> maybe. But I'm just saying they don't come out of nowhere. That's all I'm saying. So, you know. Maybe cool there's weapons. a story Either behind the Either he makes them or they were passed down. Maybe, that would be really know. cool if he made the weapons. <laughs> You just have this like underground basement of your house where you like construct all these weapons for Kira. That would be great. Accessory doctor. Maybe you're one of the doctors. Oh my goodness! Oh, <laughs> over over centuries because you're immortal and that's why you teach history because you were there. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, my brain is being like overloaded right now. Josh, what did you think of that answer? <laughs> I, I thought it was pretty good. Okay. Okay. I really can't right. wait to see. You know what happens and what goes on, Absolutely. and um, also shout out to the new co-host. I just want to say you guys are doing an awesome job too. Oh, thanks so much. I'm listening. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening. It makes us feel good. Thank Thanks you so much, Josh. Thanks, Josh. Bye, Josh. So let's get back Bye. to Ryan's question about Malia. Why the doctors didn't hurt Malia? I mean, I think the doctors didn't hurt her because I don't think these doctors are bad guys. I think that they have a plan. It's not necessarily a good plan. In their head, it's probably justified, like most villains. Mm -hmm. However, I don't think they're out there just killing people. I think whatever it is, they're kind of focused, right? And Mm -hmm. so they know the people they're targeting. They, They said, we only have so much time. So it's like, they're on a mission. They don't have time to get more enemies, mm-hmm. like Malia. If he, they were to attack her, obviously that would start a war. So it's like, they're kind of one-track mind. I'm sure we're going to find out what exactly that is. 
But that's why I think. I think they don't have time. That's an interesting <laughs> yeah. point. So they're, they have a plan. It's systematic. They're efficient. They teleport in. <laughs> screw, <laughs> screw someone in the, in the brain and teleport out, and, and hopefully the cards are falling where they want them to. Yeah. Um, so do you I think this, it's going to be systematic like this throughout the whole season, or at one point is their plan going to come to fruition or fall apart? What's well, I think I see it falling apart. Yeah. Um, but one thing I was going to say is I think they're targeting the wrong people. Yes, they mm-hmm. have issues, but with Donovan and with Tracy, they both had people very close to them. Donovan, I feel like he's very angry, and I feel I feel like we're going to see him either attack Stalinsky and Styles, Definitely. and that's mm-hmm. completely against the plan, and mm-hmm. they're going to have to terminate someone else. So I think they need to find someone that is a little bit more level-headed. Yeah, they need to get Theo. That's a, that's a great <laughs> prediction because I think that he won't go after the correct target. Mm-hmm. I think that he will go after Stalinsky and Styles because that's who he's really angry, angry at. at. Yeah, so angry. <laughs> or as in the fashion of Team Wolf, he could just be the red herring. Oh, oh, right deep <laughs> Always reason. Let's reflect on that. So, um, how does Malia heal first after they're all poisoned by the Kanama? What do you guys think about that? I mean, we don't know a lot about her mother, the Desert Wolf, but it seems like she's pretty powerful. Yeah, and I think that that's why Malia... Malia's more powerful more powerful than she thinks she is, so I think mm-hmm. that... Pow- what am I trying to say? I think the fact that her mother is so powerful is that's being passed down to her, and once she's able to hone those skills, I mm-hmm. think we're going to see like a really, really strong Malia. So I, I think, think that's why right. she was able to get out of it. But faster than Scott, I was really shocked. Yeah. Like, was he trying? I don't know. Maybe he was trying to make her, like, let her heal first so she feels sort of empowered and really part of the group because, you know, she is new still and outside the group. So it was nice for him to also sort of test her because, as you remember, she wanted to kill Tracy mm-hmm. because she was saw her as a threat from the beginning. And obviously that's something that she gets from her dad, Peter, and the Desert Wolf, mm-hmm. her mother, who are just killers. So the fact that Scott says, you know, to her, don't, she, he says, help Tracy. Let her know that she's dreaming. And, you know, that was kind of him saying, whatever you do, don't kill her. Like, he is, it's, yeah, it's he's your a great instinct. leader. So I think, you know, maybe he was kind of letting her heal first to sort of test her in the pack and see if he can rely on her as well. I could see that, but when there is a huge threat at hand, mm-hmm. I think you need to heal. <laughs> <laughs> That's just my personal thing. You, but can't, you can't send Scott in you know, too, All the too time. early in the season. You know, you gotta let other people. Have oh, their Scott turn. can handle himself. He can handle himself. He can handle it. A lot of people were on the on the ground this episode, right? I mean, that whole gang was down there because what they were. Were they paralyzed by... The Canama. By Canama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Canama paralyzed then, uh, everyone, just like the van driver was paralyzed. It wasn't a heart attack. Yeah, well, I was so nervous about that part. I'm like, is that really what happens when you have a heart attack? <laughs> yeah, no, no, not at all. Surprised people haven't really reflected back on what uh, like Jackson's character was a Canama. Mm-hmm. Mm. So... I don't. I didn't see a lot of people like putting those two together. The similarities yeah. between the two. Yeah, because maybe we need to go back doing. and watch some Team Wolf episodes. Yeah, uh-huh. because she turned into a Canama instead of a werewolf. Yeah, exactly. And it says that that's like dependent on your traits as a person. And we, if we, if you guys remember Jackson, he was not really a good the guy. Great person. So, but Tracy seems so sweet. So I don't get what they had in common, which is why they both turned into a Canama. <clears throat> No. And the fact that she could pass over that mountain ash, that which is was supposed crazy. to keep supernatural creatures out. So clearly, since she wasn't naturally turned into a supernatural creature, she was like this she's manufactured. Immune. Yeah, she's immune to it, which is scary because, like Deaton said, they're changing all the rules. Mm-hmm. There's there's like a science now to the supernatural that you can 
once you understand you something, you can change it. Like nowadays, you, know, you, you take a look at what our science is capable of. You know, we could change our genetic structure from, from a young age. I mean, it's scary what we can actually accomplish nowadays. And to throw that, that kind of control and that scary, you know, I mean, just the supernatural in general mm-hmm. is, is already kind of limitless. So when you control, when you, when you throw in someone who takes that, whatever control might be left mm-hmm. and totally turns it upside down, you get you get this. It's been a fascinating season. Pretty soon we're going to have teen wolves everywhere. Stop. <laughs> I want to I go back to Malia. So <laughs> did you guys remember when she said something about um, when they sh- when uh, Styles showed her what her mom had done, that she had like, killed all yeah. of these people, and the fact that she was like, oh, they deserved it? That made me, that kind of raised some red flags for me and made mm-hmm. me feel like, what if in, like even though she's a part of the pack, she has the ability to go and make her own decisions, and I'm scared she might go to the wrong side. For some reason, that just stood out to me. Like, okay, if Scott doesn't keep her in line as far as like this is what you should do and this is good, this is the way we do it, I feel like she could take on those traits. That's definitely a storyline. I feel like they've brought up this season, and sort of in this episode, we get Scott sort of testing her, mm-hmm. but the fact that she doesn't know her mother and our animalistic instincts is to listen to our parents. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's definitely definitely going to be a clash once her mother comes into the picture against what Scott has taught has taught her. her yeah I'm scared she's always been the wild card throughout the whole thing mm-hmm. right like what can she I mean, she's always been powerful too so um, yeah definitely by mm-hmm. the way waxing poetic for a second there Ryan I was really <laughs> impressed I was like, I was like getting ready to talk about technology and no <laughs> yeah, yeah. let's do it I love to really cool stuff yeah so no thanks a lot no yeah, I can yeah. honestly talk about it all day because like you said Jeff and the way they write this show I mean it comes up with so much depth to yes. it mm-hmm. you know and the, and the social commentary you can mm-hmm. you can pull in uh, just the parallels between our lives and, and that's why I really did like how the show's bringing in the parental figures mm-hmm. so much stronger mm-hmm. in this season. Yeah. Um, can I ask, yeah, do you see any parallels between, I mean, can you tell us a little bit about, little bit about maybe your family life or growing up yeah. and how it kind of parallels with your relationship on the show? Well, mm-hmm. just coming from the show's perspective, Jefferson really good about, um, you know, keeping things, like, really real and, and showing, like, there's the, the history and how I, I'm Korean but then, you know, marry Japanese and that's why, you know, uh, Kira's half Korean, half Japanese. Well, all, all, so that's the all secret box. mix. That's yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, but the dynamics is great because, like, I, I had actually tweeted out and I thanked Jeff because he's one of the few people who are actually showing, like, minorities and families and in really complex ways. Yes, I get it. We're, we're, we're a, you know, fox werewolf family, mm-hmm. and that's supernatural. But sure. there's also parallels to, you know, and while a lot of uh, different shows are, like, you know, kind of, I don't want to say whitewashing, um, like, mm. creating, like, there's been this, I don't know, hoopla over Aloha and all these other movies with mm-hmm. casting choices and stuff, but, you know, from the beginning, you know, Jeff and Team Wolf and just been really good about this, you know, multicultural dynamic and stuff. So. Keep it, keeping it real. Too. Yes, absolutely. So I'm so trying to diverge from, uh, you know. No, I don't know. I love the parallels. Yeah. It's great to have the insight, especially you know someone you know, so loved on the show. I think yeah. everyone loves your character. Yeah. Um, but let's let's go ahead and talk about Styles. Mm-hmm. So Styles is stressed. 
and his car keeps breaking down, which I'm worried really does make Lydia's sort of thought that, um, you know, when we saw her seeing that Styles was in that car wreck, like the fact that his Jeep keeps breaking down every episode, mm-hmm. that makes me feel like he really is going to get into a wreck. He needs a new Jeep. Yeah. <laughs> what is he doing? Just duct taping. Oh my <laughs> goodness. That's, that's you know, that's his character. That's his uh, thing. He loves that thing. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of cars, before we continue, we need to go ahead and thank our sponsors. Okay, so Mazda is one of our huge sponsors, and they have a very important question for us. I actually own a Mazda. Does driving matter to you? There's over 4 million miles in the U.S. on the road. Um for us to find out. There's a lot of ground to cover, a lot of highways, freeways, wrong ways, long ways. For all the listeners, this is our ad for our sponsors. Um, they're all there waiting to be driven on. So do you take that left turn on Albuquerque or just keep going? This is great. Uh, do you wake <laughs> up early Sunday morning for a drive before the traffic does or do you take a long, windy road for home for a change? Um, if driving matters to you, just get out and drive. Why? Because driving matters and that's Mazda. Okay, so let's zoom, go ahead. Zoom, zoom, zoom. 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 Maybe, maybe Styles needs to get a Mazda. <laughs> I, think, I think that's what we're getting at here. So he, because he does love driving that thing around, but it's like it's not really helpful when you're trying to solve crime quickly. Yeah, <laughs> gotta have a reliable cool, vehicle. Though. It speaks to his char- character. I think you know he's the kind of guy who likes to uh, fix what's broken. You know. It, it's mm-hmm. something that matters that he cares about. He's, gonna, he's not going to give up on he's it. He's not going to just mm-hmm. toss it away. No, yeah. he, he, this, this isn't a disposable relationship. Just like Malia, you know, mm-hmm. he's working really hard to fix her. I think that goes symbolically right along the same lines, you know. He's not going to let go of something and trade it in for something new. He's going to fix what he has, and yeah. I think that's really important. Once you find something that you trust, I mean, that's a rare thing. Love. Especially in this <laughs> world where everyone's turning into something that they're that you don't see initially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. You make it work if you love it. <laughs> yes. It's a lot of metaphors. A lot of metaphors. There that are. speaks of. Yes. There are. People make it work, turning guys. turning into things on the show. What, yeah. do you, what do you think about um, Scott's catch first and decide later mentality? Because... Um, it seems to be his thing, and you know you got to have it. You got to have the the leader be the one who's morally, you know, uh, advanced, mm-hmm. I guess. But his catch first, decide later technique didn't really work this time around. I mean, Tracy's Tracy. Oh, I mean, I guess the. It wasn't up to him, though. I mean, if it was up to him, he would have decided later. I just feel like he's never going to kill anyone on the show. I mean, that's his whole M.O. It's like he didn't have to kill to become an alpha. alpha. So -hmm. if he didn't have to kill to get his powers, he's certainly not going to do it now. But to tell you the truth, before the end of Teen Wolf, whenever that is, many years or eons down the way, I would kind of like to see what happens if he does accidentally or is forced to, to kill someone. To kill someone. I mean, I like that he doesn't have to, but it's like, at the same time, what if all his friends are really in danger? I mean, is he going to do it? Mm. What do you guys think? It's a good question. It's probably something, I think it's a question sure. to ask a, a parent. You know, because yeah. honestly, right now, you know, <laughs> teen, single, life, you know, maybe you, you, you don't, you'll never be pushed to that point. But I think mm-hmm. a mama bear or a papa bear, you know, has a lot more uh, of that killer instinct mm-hmm. in them. What do you think? Um, I think he, as he grows, he's going to have to come to those mm-hmm. decisions, and that's part of his maturing process, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, the whole show has always been about his growth, and uh, even though he's an alpha now, it doesn't mean your responsibilities stop. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that you stop with making the hard decisions, and obviously that'd be one of the hardest decisions. 
Yeah. I just hope that it doesn't be. get to that point and that the most extreme thing that could happen is that Styles turns into a werewolf and he has to kill his friend because he's evil. Like, <laughs> and that's so far for, far from what could happen. So I hope he doesn't have to kill anyone. Maybe and maybe it wouldn't even be killing because they're already kind of not really alive anyway, right? These things. Yeah. Some, some of these know. things they're are kind of like. I'm just saying. I hope. And I hope wild. he never is put in that situation. <laughs> I really hope he isn't. Well, fun fact for you guys at home, Mr. Stolinski is actually really married to Lydia's mom yes. in real life. Really? No way. Yeah, so maybe that's why they put them together on this show. That's Chemistry is definitely there. I, I think so, yeah. <laughs> I hope so. Well, Lyndon's going to join us for a future episode, so we can ask him more about that. Okay. Um, so let's go ahead and talk about the shapeshifter Theo. We only touched upon him. What do you guys think? Is he going to be helpful? Was that whole parental scene just something to kind of throw us off? Or do you guys think that he could possibly be the big bad here this season? I think he's he's hiding some good. Go I was gonna say, I just think Theo's a bad person. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a obvious. Bad wolf. He's a bad boy. <laughs> Whenever we see him, you know, up close mm-hmm. um, with the good characters around, he's good. He's nice, mm-hmm. you know. But as soon as you see him behind closed doors, uh, you see these people who might not be the character's actual parents, but they're scared. And I think mm-hmm. anyone who invokes fear like that. Is, a, is an antagonist. I think it's yeah, fear I, is never something that will end up, you know, proving uh, an admirable quality. Mm-hmm. I think he's definitely on the bad side, and at that tactic at the end was, I feel like, to distract Scott and Styles right. and Deaton. And I, I really hope right. I hope that Styles picked up on that because he's really good as judging character. I hope he doesn't like let it go just because oh he comes in and he helps us. Like right. I think that was planned. One last thing before mm-hmm. we get into our interview with Tom. So Mason is new to the pack. He's sort of blown away and curious and taking it really well. But Intense. then also Brett, we see Brett Talbot come back on the lacrosse team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and that's Shirtless Brett. Cody St. New. He's a good friend of ours, has joined us before in studio, so I'm sure he'll be back. But he's looking pretty good on Team Wolf. Uh, do you guys sense maybe a relationship with him and any of the characters on the show? I mean, we saw a kiss with someone. In the next episode, so mm-hmm. I don't know who that was with. Mr. Gamora, that was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you guys look stunned for a second. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I definitely think that um, yes, he could be in a relationship, but I'm. But I'm scared that he's going to get with the wrong person. Yeah, and they could, you know, have him get on the bad side or use him. One one other thing is tra- they discovered that Tracy was buried in the hall and didn't fall in. I mean, do you guys think that Donovan was perhaps also buried in the hall and he yes. crawled out of the other hall? Is that sort of how they wake up after the Dread Doctors? I'm not sure. That's why I think Theo has something to do with this. He's yeah. always in the forest He's by in these the holes. And I think he definitely grabbed that necklace out of the hole when he realized what he did. Mm-hmm. I think he has something to do with it. I don't think he's working with the surgeons, but he is involved in some way. He's always at the scene. Always. I think you're right. Well, let's go ahead and hmm. jump into our exclusive interview with Tom Choi. <laughs> 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 the answer is 25. Whatever you ask me, the answer is 25. So I want to know what specifically from your childhood would you say contributed to you wanting to be an actor? Oh, that's a good question. Um, it's funny because I actually grew up in Iowa, mm. uh, Des Moines, Iowa. So um, 
it was uh, I was one of the few minorities, um, mm-hmm. and you know, it, it, at first, it, the first things I've ever done was like make funny faces or make people laugh, and then it really showed like you know, hey, I'm an individual, and then I got on stage and. You know, I really sort of, you know, I was able to finally stand out, you know, um, and embrace that rather than be afraid of being different. Mm-hmm. And so I think uh, if there's a lesson in that, it's like no matter where you are, you can be yourself and not be afraid of, like, you know, just being different. So Absolutely. And you said, that you said you've beautiful. done that you. was beautiful. That, that was, was poetic. Yeah, that was a Mr. Yukimurism. <laughs> That's going to be like put on Pinterest quotes, yes, you know? Exactly. Hashtag Yukimurism. Hashtag Yukimurism. Yes. And you oh, said that you were on stage a bit, you did theater? I did. Like, it's funny because in high school I did a, I was watching this play and I thought the actors were really horrible. <laughs> I can do that. And then later I found out it was a melodrama and for oh. those who don't know what a melodrama is when you're supposed to act all oh, big. Yeah. Gotcha. So maybe that was in the cards that I was supposed to see that one. Yeah. So if not acting, what other career choices did you d- think about doing early in life? Well the funny thing is, is like I started out in uh, uh, college as a double major with engineering oh, and wow. drama. And then, and then it took me, like, 11 hours to do 10-story problems in my math class. And I was like, okay, clearly my focus isn't there. And, you know, you got to go 100% um, with what you what you love. Mm-hmm. You know, follow your passion. So I think it's cool that you're a voice actor in Mortal Kombat. Oh, thanks for, thanks <laughs> for doing like, your research. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah for oh, those who don't cool. know, I play Liu Kang. Yeah, um, that's Mortal awesome. That's yeah. badass. People are freaking out right now, I'm sure. Yeah. So badass. Now, can you talk about your acting process a little bit? Do you, when you found out you were going to play a teacher, or when you find out you're going to do a voice for Mortal Kombat, what, do you do your research? Do you go shadow teachers? What is that process like? Um, mm-hmm. I sat naked at a headstand in my trailer before I do the scene. <laughs> That's one and method. I, and I, yes, exactly. <laughs> um, no, I mean, you know, you're, you're going to do yourself a disservice if you don't, you know, kind of uh, fill your character. You mm-hmm. know, obviously, um, Jeff and the writers on Team Wolf do a great job of making your car- characters complex and everything. And, you know, you sort of have to know what your role is, you know, on the show and stuff. And I know that, you know, you, you know, Mr. Yukimura is, people love him because he's kind of this, you know, doofy kind of, a, you know, lovable guy, mm-hmm. you know. Um, there's probably more complexities to that, as we've alluded to. Um, and hopefully that stuff will be explored. Um, but yeah, it's my job as the actor to sort of, you know, punctuate those moments and kind of see where you can you know, highlight them. So. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, what's one of your best memories on set? I mean, it could just be while you guys are eating, be ha- backstage. I mean, have you gotten pranked? Um, <laughs> well, um, just overall, everybody's just you know, it's it's a great experience to you know keep coming back and back season after season to be on the show. Um, well, you know, you know, getting your your chair with your name on it was a great moment. That's awesome. It's like, well, I guess I'm not getting killed off anytime soon. Yes. You know, and that was a great you know feeling. You know, mm-hmm. and, and I do appreciate that greatly. That they, you know, the, the crew and, and and the cast respect you enough that you know they 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 treated you as part of the family. It's you know. So and it's Absolutely. crazy to think that being on there for three seasons, you know, like you're like the veteran, and then when you know, <laughs> newcomers like Victoria Morales and you know uh, Cody and uh, Kelsey come on, you're like, hey, welcome. And, and <laughs> you say that like weird, right? Yeah. yeah. And do you so. have any upcoming projects? Um, um, I shot a film from Dean Devlin called Geostorm, mm. uh, starring Gerard uh, Butler. It'll be out next summer, I believe. Okay, Very cool. awesome. That was really fun. Shot that in New Orleans, which is a great town to visit. Um, I'm just pushing my short film called Lone Hunter 
Um, it just got accepted into a Hoff Festival. Oh, Germany. that's awesome! Congratulations! Yeah. Thank you. Um, can we like? Do you tweet that out, or where does it yes. have a website? Uh, where yeah, can we check that out? Lone, Lone Hunter movie is okay. the short film, and you can you know read all about that and follow that. Um, it'll be playing this actually in a couple of weeks in Korea at the oh uh, awesome the, wow. uh, the, the uh, Buchan Film Festival there, Fantasy Film Festival. Um, so yeah, it's getting some good. Congratulations! Exciting. Now, did you write that? I or wrote it. I acted in it. Oh wow! Nice. Um, my uh, good good friend and partner um, Pascal Leister is a director. Very um, cool. And yeah, it's uh, so part you of the also project. have a writing career. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've done a lot of writing. Uh, yeah, I noticed. I mean, I'll, this it I've, seems like you did do a lot of different writing yeah. when I looked at your IMDb. Yeah, um, you know, a lot of them are my personal projects, mm-hmm. um, things like that. So, yeah, hopefully in the future I'll be able to expand that. Awesome. And yeah. where can the fans keep in touch with you? Can you just say your Twitter? Yeah, it's pretty easy. All across the board uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Vine, everything is Tom T. Choi. Awesome. Thank you so much. I was going to ask, if you were going to be bitten, what would you turn into? I would turn into a piece of sushi, probably. (laughs) Oh my goodness, (laughs) no, Tom. Turn into yellowtail. Tom, thank you so much for joining us in studio today. We are out of time, unfortunately. Thank you so much for having me. If we didn't answer your questions, please tweet Tom. Please tweet us, and we'll make sure Tom gets them. You guys can keep in touch with us at AfterBuzzTV. You can tweet me at Cinematic Escape. And guys, if you have any last predictions, go ahead and say those when you give your Twitter handles. I don't want to do that because <laughs> I have so many. But you guys, keep in touch with me at Tesno's on Twitter and Instagram and use the hashtag ABTVTeamWolf. I'm going to be looking at those. You guys can catch me at Brittany Baldy. And I want to know if Tracy comes back because I think she's crazy and psycho. We need a little bit more of that on the show. Yeah. Agreed. Maybe she's going to team up with Theo or something. She's dead. Take over. He's oh. I mean, it could be like Pet Cemetery. They could put him back in those holes and, and rise from the dead. <laughs> Ryan, where can we find you? Pet Cemetery with your teen wolves. All right. Uh, guys, you can keep up with me at Ryan Malaty on all your favorite social media platforms. I'm looking so forward to this season. It keeps getting better and better. So thanks for coming tonight and we'll see you next week thanks again thank you so much Tom we'll see you you later see you guys next week Tuesday at 7pm Pacific 10pm Eastern Standard Time bye guys from executive producers Maria Menounos Kevin Undergaro Phil Svitek and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only, and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 